Welcome to Storytime with Michael Kingswood. I'm Michael Kingswood, a retired submarine officer. I'm also a private pilot, martial artist, engineer, and a lifelong fan of science fiction and fantasy. I've written and published dozens of stories across the entire spectrum of speculative fiction. So sit back, let your mind wander through realms of adventure as I tell you a story. Hi friends, this is Michael Kingswood, and back at you with story time. I'm actually recording this one from up in Oregon, um, uh, at a writing workshop here on the Oregon coast, and uh, learned more about how to write fiction, and maybe uh, potentially selling a couple stories to some anthologies. The selling stories thing is secondary to the learning, of course, but hey, last year when I came to this thing, I sold one, so eh, who knows. Anyway, so I don't have a whole lot of time because of everything we're doing up here to read you another story. So I figured I'd go back and call up some audio from a YouTube thing I did last May. So I was in an anthology, which if you don't know what an anthology is, it's a collection of shorter stories. But this one, the stories were a little bit longer. Uh, that a friend of mine, a writer slash editor person that I know, invited me into and uh, it came out last May and it's still out there and uh, put forward a little uh, video uh, promoting it and also explaining it myself because the story I wrote for the anthology uh, could be considered confidential, confidential, um, not confidential, uh, controversial uh, by some folks. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I'll let you listen to it, and if after listening to it you think it sounds like a cool thing to go check out, then go check it out. If you don't, then uh, tune back next week. We'll actually have an actual story of mine to read to you again. All right, and have a good one, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Hi, friends. Michael Kingswood back again. This time, not doing scotch, because I fixed my kegerator. I had a two-tap kegerator that uh, one of the taps broke and needed to replace the tubing because it had been actually literally years. It's getting kind of nasty. Fixed it. Now I've got uh, a couple of pony kegs on tap. Long board from Kona. And uh, a local San Diego brew from College Trouse called Columbia Red. Columbia Amber, rather. Good stuff. So anyway, <clears throat> having enjoying a beer. And I figured I'd tell you about another book. Uh, I'm sure you come to expect that. This one is a collaborative effort. Uh, it's an anthology put together by my friend, a friend of mine, another uh, writer slash editor by the name of Blaze Ward. Really good guy. Lives up near Seattle with his wife, who's also a writer and editor. And uh, I know them from going to some writing conferences and just interaction together, and also interacting online. And and uh, I helped proofread a couple of his books. He helped proofread a couple of mine. And uh, he invited me to this anthology. It's a superhero anthology. And I've never written, never written a superhero book before. Um, anyway, this is it. Hiding Behind the Cowl, it's called. He didn't want to do... Normally, anthology is short stories. You know, three, five, six thousand word stories. Fairly quick to go through. And uh, you don't get a lot... Of, you can get some good stuff, but not necessarily a whole lot of meat. He wanted some longer tales. Ten, twenty thousand words more closer to novellas and novelettes and uh, he invited me along I'd never done a short story before but uh, the title turned me on to an idea kind of uh, an idea that 
some people are going to hate. Um, a year and a half or so ago, I listened to the Dead Robot Society podcast a lot. It's a podcast put on by some writers talking, who've um, are walking the walk and helping share what they have learned, talking to other writers, all that, you know, figuring out how this whole business thing works. They're irreverent, funny, and they cover yeah a whole lot of good topics. So I like them. Been listening to them for a long time. But like a year and a half or so ago, one of the guys on there they were talking about what makes a good protagonist, and a lot of writers will say, "Oh, you have to have a sympathetic protagonist, someone you can empathize with." And that's what makes a good protagonist. And that always struck me as kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, no," because there's plenty of awesome characters who are not likable, right? Um, like Mel Gibson's character in the movie Payback. Total, total horrible person, right? You despise, if he wasn't the main character in the story, it'd be, he, would be the, he would be the bad guy because he's a criminal, he does really bad stuff. But you love him because he's interesting and he's trying to right around and all this sort of, sort of thing. Even though he's a bad person, really bad person. Um, other uh, examples of that. Um, well, Vigo Mortensen's character, a couple of the characters he's played uh, in Eastern Promises, he plays the undercover cop who really becomes a gangster, right? Uh, supposedly a good guy, but he does really, really bad stuff. And then uh, his other character in the history of violence, right? Um, starts out, you think he's a good guy, turns out he's. A reformed bad guy who goes back to kind of being a bad guy, and there's, you know, so, um, and uh, Bill Paxton in uh, A Simple Plan, right? He ends up murdering a whole bunch of people in order to keep that money, including his own brother, right? Um, not a good person at all, but a great protagonist, right? Because he's deep, he's understandable, right? And you can, even if you hate what he's doing, you can kind of relate, right? You kind of understand it. And he's not one-dimensional. He's got a person, character in a setting with a problem that's believable and interesting. And that's the key thing, interesting. And the Dead Robots guys are like, yeah, he doesn't have to be, agreed with me on that. They said, no, it has to be an interesting character, something that draws you in. Um, and one of them is like, yeah, but to an extent, but like, yeah, like you, you could, you could never make a Ku Klux Klan member a protagonist in a story because that's just that's just over the beyond the pale. Too, too that's too far. You know, the bad person like that could never be a good protagonist. I remember thinking, baloney. There's no reason because a you know I don't I don't approve of the Klan. I don't approve of any of that stuff. It's, it's idiocy of the highest caliber. But that's not the sole the facet of that person's life, right? Other dreams, other hopes, family, friends, job, problems, above and beyond the fact that they're, you know, a scumbag in this particular way, um, they can still be an interesting character in a play setting with a problem that we can, you know, enjoy learning about. Just like we could with Mel Gibson's character or Viggo Mortensen's characters or Bill Paxson's character or you know, any other no, I mean, for God's sake, Macbeth is a pretty horrible person. Certainly his wife is terrible. But, again, interesting. So anyway, so Blaze told me about this story. 
this the the t title of this anthology, right? Hiding behind the cowl, and I flashed back to that conversation, and how mu how much I disagreed with that. Now I thought, I bet you I could write a story about a guy like that and make it interesting. And and uh, but I was like, no, I can't do that. There's no man. Uh, people would a Blaze wouldn't want it because <laughs> of the kind, kind of character it is, and B, um, well. Yeah, in this day and age, if you do anything that even comes close to not, you know, doing what is accepted according to the religious dogma that is, you know, the political, um, the, yeah, I don't want to say PC because it's overused, but, you know, the political narrative. Anything that violates even remotely from that, you get, I mean, well, shit, look at you know, you get people calling you horrible names, or if you're out in the street and Antifa happens to be around, they will just come and attack you and maybe try to kill you, right? So, of course, this happened before Antifa was really a thing. But, um, but anyway, Blaze was like, well, isn't it, if it's if make it interesting, give it a shot. And I, I tried to think of something else to write. I tried to think of something else to write, but I couldn't. So I wrote a story about a Ku Klux Klan member who's a superhero. It's called The Switch in Time. Um... Blaze <laughs> was extremely reluctant, but he was like, holy cow, man, that's a great, powerful story. We got to go with it. So we did. Um, Blaze refers to that guy as superhero, as a Batman in a white hood, and maybe. Anyway, so that's uh, my story in this series. There's five stories, four other writers who are much better than me, with stories that are going to be a lot less, you know, infuriating to people. J.D. Brink, Andy Reid, Blaze Ward, and Lee Cutter. Leah Cutter is Blaze's better half. J.D. and Andy are all are, uh, good folks. I don't think I've met J.D. personally. I've met Andy Reid. She's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, and they're all great writers. Um, my story is the last in the book, because in case you hate it, you will have read the other stories first, which is good. Um, and this is the first time I've been in something like this, so I'm... Uh, Pretty happy about it. I'm going to be appearing on a couple other anthologies coming up soon um, as well. But since uh, I figured I'd let you know about this one because it actually just came out. It was on pre-order for a while and then on Tuesday, May 2nd, it went live. And it's been a day or two. It's been, it's been selling a little bit. I figured I'd make a video now to let you guys know about it. All three of you who end up seeing these videos from time to time anyway. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, please, it, please go get it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, the other stories are awesome. Mine is, you know, mine is what it is. Um, I think it's, I think it's good because look, the whole. I said I don't have an agenda the other day, right? I have no agenda, nothing I'm trying to push, and that's true. But part of the whole purpose of speculative fiction, all this sort of things, is to think about things in a different way than we normally do, and examine different perspectives than we normally do, right? So. If every story out there is all about the person who's good, who isn't a racist, who isn't doing this and isn't doing that, it's just boring. Right? No. You know, the, what you would, a minor spoiler here, right? If you, you know, what you would expect to see to do, what you're supposed to do is have this guy, bad character that I created and have him come to this epiphany of like, oh, I was so wrong, and I'm going to totally change my ways. And he does have an epiphany. 
but he also doesn't totally change his ways, right? Because, um, you know, theological conversions aside, people are who they are, right? Opinions change, people grow, and develop different opinions as this as they move on. And this story is part of the character Stan growing. Um, but I didn't want to make it cliche. And the cliche would be that, ha-ha, you suddenly realize that multiculturalism is awesome and the Brave New World's great and, you know, and that would be boring because it's cliche and it's what you're supposed to do. Anyway, um, so that's that. Uh, like I said, the other four writers are much better than I am. <laughs> Their stories are better than mine. Although I like my story because it's mine. Um, but yeah, the anthology is awesome. Go pick it up. It's all over the place. Amazon, Barnes Noble, Kobo, you name it. And uh, it'll help uh, all of us out a bit. And of course, you know, leave reviews. Tell people how much you uh, loved everyone else but hated me. That'll be great. Anyway, that's it. Um, since I've already gabbed too long. As usual, if you've got any comments, uh, leave them below. Send me, come to my website, send me an email. And uh, yeah, have a great one. I'm going to sip my beer and go down and uh, wrestle with the kids or something. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Bye. That'll do it for this episode of Storytime with Michael Kingswood. Come by my website, michaelkingswood.com, for information about my work. There you can sign up for a newsletter where I tell about new releases and special promotions. Guaranteed to be spam free. Or just drop me an email at michael at michaelkingswood.com and I look forward to hearing from you. If you really like my stuff and feel like giving me a buck, drop by Patreon and sign up to be a patron. As always, if you like today's story, be sure to leave a review on your favorite online bookstore and share this podcast with all your friends. This production is copyright Michael Kingswood. Intro and outro music copyright Jean Paul Zogby, licensed through stockmusic.net. All rights reserved.